Hey, this is GR Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about Red Pill. This is the Red Pill University in this season. So, let me tell you something right now. Listen, in this, in this thing I'm going to tell you right now, men, listen, you are valuable. Your value is how much you are worth, and you know your worth. Don't forget, have that notebook, take notes, because some things you might need to know. Let me tell you a little thing I need you to understand. This is what I want you to do. Listen carefully. Write notes. Take this note and write it down in your notebook. This is something you need to do. When you go out on a date with a woman, if you're taking the woman out on a date because you're saying, hey, let's go out to eat, remember, you got to pay. It's not about let's, let's go Dutch or nothing. No, no. You initiated the idea, let's go out to eat. You got to fork over that money and pay. It's not a bad thing. It's not saying, well, you're simping. No, you're not because you invited her. So that means... You invited her. Now, if throughout that date, you notice that you notice that while you're on this date, it's not going anywhere. What you need to do is cut it short. You need to, you need to get up. You need to sit down. You need to get up. Go to the bathroom. Compose yourself. Walk back out. Sit back down. And cut that date short. Cut it as short as possible. Thank her for the time that you spent with her. Tell her, um, what do you see? Do you see we have any chemistry? And she says, well, I don't know. And you say, well, I know. Because let me tell you something. A guy knows within the first five minutes of meeting a woman if that woman is the one that he can sit there and have more conversation with. Because the guy spends, because in a guy's mind, let me tell you something, fellas. In a, in a typical guy's mind, five minutes is all a guy needs to know whether if that woman is, is worth his time. Because let me tell you something, a red pill person, a red pill guy will know. Five minutes, if it ain't happening, if it's not chemistry in five minutes, I'm cutting it short and I'm getting out of here. Remember that. Your time is valuable. Like I said, time is money. Money is time. Wasting my time, you're wasting my money. You need to know your value and know your worth. Do that, all right? All right, remember that. All right, hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This is story time. There was, this, there was this time I worked at a restaurant. I had just, I was out of the military. Because when I got in the military, I was cook in the military. So when I got out, I went to this particular restaurant, high-end restaurant. And I was a new guy. I was a new line cook. I was a line cook, prep cook, and dishwasher. Yeah, I was both. So what I did was, on days that I was prep cooking, I prep cooked. Downstairs in the kitchen, I prep cooked and I did all that. And then I would go upstairs and help out on the line if they need help. Most time, they really didn't need it. But this particular day, or I would wash dishes because a lot of times you, you know, we always need, you always need to help out. They always help out the dishwasher. Something you know, things like that. So you need to do things like that. So, uh, what I did was, I went and I did things and I relaxed and and I go and I help out dishes and or I would switch over and go work with the line and stuff. So this particular night, the um, the executive chef, he hollered downstairs and said, "Jr." I was like, uh, "Yes, chef. Um, are you are you done prepping?" He says, "I'm cleaning up." He says, "When you're done cleaning up the downstairs, come upstairs and get on the line." Yes, chef. I was new. So I was a new cook. He liked me. He liked the way I did my job because I was really, I was always about cleaning, cleanliness. Because cleanliness is next to godliness. 
Because in the military, we're all about cleanliness because we don't want no foodborne illness, no bacteria or nothing. Always first in, last out. Rotating stuff, I was rotating stock. He liked that, that, I, that I did, he gave me a checklist, I did the whole checklist. I came upstairs, I got online. This particular cocktail, this particular server, she was a flirt. Everybody knew she was a flirt. Everybody knew, even if you were married, you had a boyfriend, or you had, even if you were married and you had a girlfriend, or a wife, or a boyfriend, because some of them were gay, you know, it depends, you know, she didn't care, she flirted with you. I came up there, I got on the line, and I'm working the line. I'm over there doing the, I'm over there flipping the steaks. You know, how they want it, how he wanted the steaks. From the steaks, I went over and did the rice. I would also, while I'm doing that, I'm running downstairs getting stock and restocking the line because I'm making sure everything's good. I'm running, doing all that. I did my job the way I was supposed to because I'm getting paid to do that. See, that's what I do. When I come to work, I get, I'm coming to work. I'm not coming to ride the clock. So the executive chef was standing there. He goes, hey, JR. I go, yes, chef. How long is that steak? Um, I say, chef, four minutes. Make it two. Yes, chef. I'm making it two minutes. You know, how he wants it. And he tells me how he wants it. He goes, all right. And he tells me, thermometer. He said, temp it. Yes, chef. I put a temperature thermometer in there. What's the temp on it? I tell him, good. Bring it out. Good. So I did that. The next thing I know, the girl comes back there and she's flirting with all the guys. And all the guys knew her. They all flirted back with her. Like, hey, hi. Make them feel good. You know, hit their manhood. Make them, make them feel good, Mas- hit their manhood, make them masculine, make them all feel good, like some girl, appreciate them. The married guys really like them because they like, ooh, someone actually likes me. I'm married. A woman actually approves. So that happens there. She comes over to me. She starts speaking. She goes, hi, you're new. What's your name? I'm ignoring her. So I kept my mouth shut. I didn't say nothing. I'm ignoring her because I'm doing my job. I, the whole night, I'm ignoring that girl. Didn't speak to her, didn't say nothing to her. I'm just ignoring her, not saying a word to her. All of a sudden, end of the night, we clean up, we leave. I go to work, I go home. I get up in the morning, like I normally do, get up, my normal routine. I get a phone call. Manager, the general manager of that restaurant called me and said, I need you to come in. Can you come in? I was like, "Um, sure. And I get there, he said, I need you to be here. He called me, can you be here at seven o'clock? It was like six, he woke me up at six. Can you be here at seven? I was like, um, 7.30. I was like, sure. I got there, I was there at seven. 7.30, nah, I'm military. I'm there early. I was there early, I beat him. He tells me, oh, he walks in, he unlocks the doors, he tells, let's go. So we get up, I go in, and then he starts talking to me. He says, um, one of the servers allegated that you said some inappropriate things to her. That's what he said. You said something inappropriate to her and she's filing, she's complaining sexual harassment. I was like, okay. I said is, and I'm new. So I, all I said was, um, is the, when's the executive chef coming in? I said, when is, um, I said, when is chef coming in? Uh, what, what oh, chef? The executive chef. Oh, he'll be here in five minutes. We'll wait. Five minutes later come, executive chef walks in. And cause he had to come in and do some paperwork or whatever. He comes in. He tells the executive chef, executive chef says, um, JR didn't say anything. He says, are you sure? He said, I'm positive. JR didn't speak to her at all, all night. He just kept quiet. He ignored her. Oh, okay. So, yeah. He ignored her. So, he ignored her. He was too busy cooking. Oh, okay. All right. 
He says, I apologize, but you know, he says, I apologize, but our policy is to investigate. I understand. I said, I understand the rules. I know, I know the drill. I'm used to it. He goes, oh, okay. All right. He says, go ahead and go home. He says, good. I'll see you tonight. I said, all right. And then executive chef looked at me and said, hey, can you come two hours early? I said, yes, chef. I can come two hours early. The reason why I got a private party that I got to I got to set up for and we're doing a catering and we're going to need some prep done. We're going to need some prep done for that, for this private party that we're going to. We're going off site. I was like, yes, yeah. I came in two hours early. Boom, boom, got the prep done and everything. And then I went back upstairs and I ran the line. That girl comes in and she starts telling rumors about that. I said what I said, something inappropriate to her. And she was saying that stuff, kept saying it to all the other girls. All the other girls were believe because, you know, girls believe other women. You, you know, you believe it until you find out it's true. Well, she kept saying all that stuff, kept saying it over and over. And all the girls were like, the new guy, he said that? Wow, that ain't right. Did you report it? Oh, yeah, I reported it to the general manager. I reported to the general manager. The executive chef turned around and said, let me tell you something. You need to stop spreading those lies because you're about to get fired. She's like, what? You're about to get fired because he didn't talk to you the whole night. Because he was on the line working. Didn't speak to you. You're mad because he didn't speak to you. So what I'm going to tell you is you need to either zip it or I will, I'm going to call. The, I'm going to talk to the general manager or I'm going to call the owner and I'm going to tell them you, you can't be here because I can't have you here messing with my cooks. And she was all like really appalled and stuff. And like, uh, She shut it up. The rest of the night she shut it up. The whole time I was there she shut it up. Didn't speak to me. But she hated me. So one day we all got together. The owner had a private party for us because he wanted to say, because we did this one particular party for a particular guest of his. It was another millionaire friend of his. We threw this party, we all catered it. We all, we all shut down and we threw this party for this guy. It was his birthday party. We, we all showed up and we all cooked and he was rewarding us, providing us with a catered meal at the restaurant early that afternoon. That afternoon, early that afternoon. And he provided us, we all had to come in that afternoon and we all ate from the afternoon to evening. We ate and drunk. The whole restaurant was closed for that day. Just one day. It was a, it was a, he picked the slowest day of the week and that's when we did it. It was a Tuesday. And, and my day off was Tuesday. So I came in and, and everything. And that girl, the whole night, she was drunk, getting drunk and trying to talk to me. I literally had to put her in her place. I'm an alpha. I'm not a beta. I'm an alpha. So I literally put her in her place. I had to shut her down and I put her in her place. The reason I'm telling you that, fellas, listen carefully. Sometimes you may have to put your foot down. And if you don't put your foot down, you're going to end up becoming a blue pill. I mean, I, I hear this thing where, where I hear this guy, where they say, call it emasculating, giving you the... If you ever watch The, um, the Breakfast Club and you'll see um, Leonard McKelvey, he's better known as Charlemagne the guy, but his government his birth name is Leonard McKelvey from Monk's Corner South Carolina that's what he says now he talks about how he gets into his touch with his feminine side and how he has, he had to go to therapy to learn how to be more open and, and and all that stuff hey that's great for you and then um Rashad Rashad Rashawn DJ Envy that's Rashawn DJ Envy he's the same thing he had to get into his feminine side. Now he sits there and he goes and he does anything his wife tells him. 
<laughs> because whatever his wife asks him to do, he does it. Even if he doesn't like it, he still does it. Because black men don't cheat. That's what he said. What happened was he cheated. So now he's trying to get in his wife's good grace. But now they have this wonderful relationship because now he's a, now he's simping towards her. Not saying that's a bad thing. That's one case. And for him, if that works for him, that works for him. See, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, because, hey, if you love your wife and you want to keep her and she says that's the only way to keep me, well, then that's what you do, what you got to do. But also remember one thing. You can still do that, but still, still keep that red pill in your pocket. Have that red pill on, on side, on standby. You need to keep that. Just telling you, because that's going to help you. Because I'm telling you right now, you do not want to do that. Now, get your notebook, write this down. Let me tell you something. If you go out to eat with your girl and you said to your girl, hey, let's go out to eat. Remember, you're going to pay for the meal. Why? Because you said, let's go out to eat. All right. Boom. Pay for the meal. Don't be sitting there trying to be cheap. Pay for the meal. If you know you cannot afford, if you go into this high end, say you go into a restaurant that you know, say you go into a restaurant, say your girl says, I want to go to this restaurant to eat, and you know that you're going to pay, you know, because you're paying. <coughs> Excuse me. So you go to this restaurant. First thing you need to do is, <coughs> your girl says, I want to go to this restaurant. <coughs> Sorry, frog in my throat. Not a not a frog, literally, just frog in my throat. And she says, I want to go to this restaurant. Say, I want to go to this restaurant, which is a Michelin restaurant. That's a high-end restaurant. What you need to do is, you need to go to that restaurant. And she says, hey, honey, let's go to this restaurant Friday. And you're like, okay, what restaurant? She gives you the name of the restaurant. First thing you need to do is, as a red pill, this is what you do. Write this down. Go check the restaurant out first. Go there. Go get the menu. Check the menu out. Make the reservation. Check the menu. See what's the most expensive items on there. See what the most expensive items on. You got your cell phone. Screenshot it. Or if they have a website with their menu, get that menu. Memorize that menu. Know what's on the menu ahead of time. Don't be walking in there going, "Hmm, what do I want? What do I need?" No, you don't do that. You're a red pill because you are an alpha. You're a red pill. What you need to do is you need to make sure you know what you want. Know exactly what you want. So you got what you want. You're doing good. You got what you want. You know the menu. Come Friday, you know exactly how much money you need. Because you know that if she's going there, she's probably going to be buying the most expensive things in there that she hasn't tried. So you better make sure you have enough money to cover that. So always make sure you have enough money. Always. Here's what I tell you. If you're going to take your girl out to eat... Make sure you have at least $500 in your pocket. $500. Save up at least $500 in your pocket. Cash. Not your card. No card. Cash. Unless you have a credit card. If you got a credit card, like I said, got a good credit card, that, that, that would work. But if you don't have a credit card, if you don't have a credit card, put $500 in your pocket. $500. Always. Let her order first. You don't order first. Most, most, most alphas will sit there and order before the girl. No, don't do that. That's not being, that's not being a blue pill or anything. That's called being smart. Because what you want to do is you want to know exactly what she's ordering so you know how to order accordingly to what you can afford. Order what you can afford. So if your girl buys a, buys a steak that costs like $90, okay, because she wants the steak for $90 and with the steak and lobster for um, $110, 
let her buy it. You know, if that's your girl, let her buy it. Then you go and go, hmm. And you look down there and you see the sea bass or the halibut for like $40. Oh, give me the halibut with a side salad and a glass of wine. See, you're, you're, not, you're not being cheap. You're not being like, oh, let me get a bowl of soup and, and a glass of water and she can have what? No, no, no. You're eating accordingly. If you like fish, have the fish. Look for something that's inexpensive, but not too cheap, but still lets you know that you can order, you get something good. And then you also get a dessert. And then when you tip, look at your bill. So if your bill's like say $250, you need to drop at least um, 50 to 60 bucks in tip. 50 to $60 in tip. And make sure when you leave the tip, you make sure you get up, you walk over to that server, and you hand it to the server personally. What I do is when I go out, I do this, this is what I do. I always have, if, if, my, if my bill is like $200, I'll drop $50. Because I know that's, that's, I'm looking at the percentage, I'll drop 50. Because I want it to be good. So what I do is I'll drop 50, I'll, I'll get $51. $51, I get 220s and a 10 and a $1 bill. I hand her, him or her, if their service was excellent, I give them $50. If the service was okay or terrible, I still tip, but not a lot, maybe $20. But if it's excellent, I'll give $50 plus that $1. What I do is I walk over and I say, here, I hand this to her, I put it in her hand, put that in your pocket. I say, I say, here, I say, put this in your pocket. Don't record that. Here's a dollar, record that, okay? Don't record that right there. Don't. Don't include that with your tips. That's not your tip. That's just a gift. That's not a tip. Here's your tip. That's a dollar. You let them know that because you have to specify. Because all servers have to log in all their tips. But if you make sure that you give a dollar for the tip, you're being, you're being this alpha beastly man. That's perfect. That's what you're trying to do. You're trying to let them know. That's what you're trying to do. So now, now you know that. That's the tip. Here's another tip that you need to do. Whatever you need to do, listen. If you, if you have to, if you can't afford the nice, finer clothes, fake it till you make it. You can go online. I would say go online, go to Amazon. People say Amazon, go to Amazon, go to eBay or whatever, or go to Wish, whatever. Get you some nice clothes. Go to a nice, good vintage. I'll say go to a nice vintage thrift store. Get some nice clothes there. They're good. They're pre-owned. They're good. They're used. Or, or, or go to a store like Saks, um, Nordstrom's, and stuff like that, or like TJ Maxx, or Ross, shop for less, and get stuff, or Burlington, and get stuff at a discount. You can spend like $200 and get you some nice clothes. You gotta look the part. And let me tell you something, fellas. When you get cologne, let me tell you something. Always get cologne that you, that no one else can get. I buy my cologne, the cologne that I get, you can't get that in a normal store. I go online and get it. I get some very exotic cologne that you can't get in a normal store. Like if I went to, like I say, a Walgreens, a Rite Aid, a CVS, a Macy's, a Dillard's, a um, Macy's, Dillard's, Target, Walmart. I don't get my cologne from there because that's where everybody gets theirs. I go online and get mine from somewhere where no one else can find it because you want to be different. Stand out. Get you a nice watch. If you got a smartphone, you got a smartwatch, that's good. 
get you a nice get you a nice inexpensive watch that looks like you got money yes look good you look good you feel good you smell good that's an alpha make sure you look good so i i know this um this one guy i could never understood this and this is really was shocking this guy right here he he dressed really nice well dressed smelled really good guy was a guy had everything on point here's the catch he had nasty teeth his teeth were terrible his teeth was terrible but guess what he had a pocket full of money he had a full-time job he had a nice little whip that means car for those you don't know he was looking good he looked good he'd go out with his friends and they were always they would always like they always liked him to come with him and stuff and he would go with him even though the girls wouldn't talk to him he had and the weird thing about it was he had more money than all the guys that were there all the guys that looked good had their they looked good and smiled and smile was good he had more money than they did and he had his own business on the side he had a side hustle and that's what he had and he was really good at what he did he had side hustle so he had extra money he had always had money they all were just froze they all were shocked you know they the guys knew he had money he always had money that's why they liked him because sometimes they'll be short and he will cover it he he was like that he didn't kind that was his boys those were his boys you know they they grew up together so they knew how he was his mouth was like that because he was born that way and he made his money despite him having good teeth so he felt like I wait when I get married I'll have good I'll get I'll get my teeth done but until then I'm going to be who I am I want you to accept me the way I am why why change why change my look so that I can get someone no I want you to accept me the way I am and and that's what happened so you know So that's how he did, you know. So he did stuff like that. So he was telling me how he went out. He said he went out one night and and he sat there with all his friends. These girls came along, walked by, and they all stopped like, "Oh, hey. Hi. How you doing?" They all speaking. Out of all the girls in in every group, there's always one alpha female. In every group, there's always one alpha female. There's always one. There's always that one. You always got like 3, maybe 4 that all look really really good and then you have one that's not that good looking. You know, you always have that one that offsets it. You know, that she's not that bright looking. And same in that group. He was the one that didn't look that good. But all the rest of them, they were looking good cuz they, you know, were looking good. So the girls all assumed those guys had money and that they were the high value and stuff well the whole night the girls were just flirting with all of him didn't bother him well that one girl that wasn't good looking she was sitting there just just sitting there with them that was their friend they brought her and they were like oh this is our neighbor introduced they issued everybody started talking they were flirting and then at the last minute they go oh this is my this is our friend we're going to use his name this is our friend Shay Hey Shay, say hi Shay. Shay said Shay was like, "Hi." Shay turned around and said, "Hi." And then she goes, "Oh, so what do you do?" And they all and the guys were like, "Oh, hey, what's up? What up? What up? What up?" And they all just ignored her. They were like, "Oh, you know." And all of a sudden, one of the dudes was like, "Nah, I better not do that." He goes, "Oh, Shay." He goes, "So Shay, so Shay, what do you do?" He says, "So, so tell me something about you, Shay." She goes, "Uh, I work at a I work at a big law firm." Um, I'm a I'm a paralegal. 
I'm, I'm a paralegal. I'm studying to get my get my license, get my law license. I'm in school getting my degree in law, but I also work as a paralegal, as a legal aid, paralegal at this law firm. Oh, not bad. Good. Wow. I'm impressed. Wow. And that's all he said. He said, "Wow." He goes, "Hey, she's she's studying to be a lawyer." And he and then one of them started joking. You may need a lawyer. She says, "I can represent you." If you need a lawyer, I can represent you. Oh, I'm going to keep that in mind. Hmm. And then he went on to the other girl, started talking to him and flirting with them. And then he goes, and then she looks at the other guy. He's just sitting there. And she goes, hi. He goes, oh, hey. So you're a lawyer. She goes, yeah, I'm studying to be a lawyer. I'm a paralegal right now. Oh, okay. Oh. So you know how to do, he said, you know how to do contracts and stuff. She goes, yes. Can I get your number? She goes, she, she was like, huh? Can I get your number? And she goes, uh, you want my number? Yes. Can I get your office number? Can I get your number to your office and your section, wherever department you're in? Oh, why? I got some contracts. I need to, I need to, I need to be checked to make sure they're, they're legit. I own a business. I have a business on, I have a side business that I do contracts and stuff. And I need to make sure these contracts are legit and I need someone to over, I need someone to check them. Give me your billing hour. He said, he said, give me your billing hour so I know how much how much I need to charge, how much I need to pay for billing hours. And I want and I want you to do my contracts. And she's like, oh, okay. Wow, okay. He says, thank you. And he said, here's my card. He went like this. He just said, here's my card. That's my that's my company and stuff. And he goes, um, and it was it was a Friday. It was like the weekend Friday. He goes, um, come Monday. You um, you work Monday, right? Yes, Monday. As soon as you get to work Monday, call me. Call me. Write this down. Call me. Um, I got your number, so I'm going to call Monday as soon as I get to my office. As soon as I get to my office, I'm going to call Monday, and I'm going to call you so I can schedule a time to drop that off because I'm going to have I'm gonna have my courier drop that off because, yeah, I'm going to have my delivery courier drop this off to your job so that you can, and, um, so you can check them, and I want you to bill it. I want you to uh, send me the billing. And then send me the PO, send me the send me the, the billing and PO, and I'll and I'll and I'll put that in my um, forms, and I'll, I'll I'll give you the PO my PO order and forms so you can bill me. She was like, she looked at him like, oh, wow, okay. All the other girl heard him talking about billing and POs and money. She's like, oh, okay, I'll do that. Thank you. He says, oh, no problem. And they kept on talking. And he kept on. He just sat there. That Monday came. He calls. He calls and asks her. She was there. He asked her, can I drop it off? She said, yeah, drop it off. And he sent the stuff over by courier, by delivery courier, local delivery courier. He got, she got the stuff. She wrote in there, filled it out. She was like, wow. She looked him up. That guy was worth, that guy was worth a half a billion dollars. Yeah, he was worth a half a billion. $500 million. That was in his account. That's what he was worth. His business was worth $2.9 billion. His side hustle. 2.9 billion. He had this philosophy, like I tell everybody, if you listen to my podcast, I tell this in my earlier podcast, never quit your day job while conquering the world. My daddy always said that. And that's a true statement. Never quit your day job while conquering the world. You can achieve everything you want to do if you just, just remember that. So the moral of that story is looks are deceiving. It doesn't matter how you look. I'm telling you, you got to keep yourself, you got to red pill yourself. You want to be in that thing. Remember that. Also, remember, cut it short. Five minutes. It only takes five minutes. 
I'm serious. Five minutes. Let me tell you something. I worked at this. Um, I was at my job, um, standing at the register because I work as a, you know, I'm a cook. I'm a chef. I'm a cook, and I'm also a cashier. So I was at the register, and this girl, this group of girls, came up. In five minutes, I knew which one was the alpha. And which one was the simp? I knew which one was the simp. Which ones were the followers? There was a leader. I knew who the leader was. I knew who the followers were. So that's what I did. So I knew that. I followed those rules. I knew those simple things. It took me five minutes. And once I knew that, I just simple. And and then the girl had the nerve and the audacity. She literally looked at me and she said... She said, hmm, but this, uh, so, oh, you work here, oh, you work, uh, and one girl, the, the one that was alpha, she said, the one that was the leader said, I bet you, I, uh, this, uh, this is the only job you got, oh, look at this, this probably, probably don't even pay very much money, this job don't pay much, and you don't make no money here, oh, you work at some casino, oh, you ain't making no money. I turned around, I listened to what she said, you know, while she was talking, the other girl said, you don't know that, he probably... He probably got, he probably, he, he, eh, he, they probably pay good here. They probably pay good here, don't they? I said, let me, I said, mm, okay, allow me to, I sat there, I said, allow me to iterate. I work for a sovereign tribe. This sovereign tribe takes care of me very well. This is one of the best places to work for. They treat you really well. On top of that, I am a culinary chef. I am a certified chef. Went to culinary school, got my degree, got that. Now, on top of that, on top of that, I also served my country. I am a United States Marine. So no matter what happens, no matter what I do in life, I'm always gonna be that, what? A Marine. I am not a soldier, I'm not an airman, I'm not a sailor, I'm not a coastie from the Coast Guard, I'm not in Space Force, I am a United States Marine. Marine Corps model is Semper Fidelis. It's Latin. It's for always faithful to God, country, and core. I defended this country so that allows you to walk around to be free because freedom isn't free. That's what I did. What did you do? What did you do today to impact this country and impact this nation? And they looked, and that girl looked at me and she couldn't say nothing because I, I put her in her place in a nice way. See, I'm an alpha and I do it the right way. That girl couldn't say nothing. Everybody was like, oh, well, thank you for your service. You're very welcome. Wow. Did you ever go overseas? Yes, I did. Did you ever see combat? No. No, I didn't see combat because I was in a unit that didn't see combat until after I got out. That's when they got the call. I had got out just before, just after. After I got out, that's when they got the call to go overseas, to go over in Iraq. I didn't have to go over there. So what'd you do in the military? I was a cook, because I love cooking. I love cooking and I love fixing things. That's what I said. And you know what happened? They all changed, their demeanors changed. Yeah, what can you cook? I can cook just about it. But you don't know how to make this. She, she, she named something, simple, I can make that. Easy, I can make that. What about this? I can make that too. I can make that too. Oh, and then she named something that she thought was that she knew I probably couldn't make. I said, yeah, I can make that. I got the recipe. Whoa, shocked her. So now, 
The reason why I'm telling you that is because I want you to tell you something. Always have value. Always have worth. Back what you can. If you if you got skills, back your skills. Let me tell you something. Back your skills up. I'm telling you, fellas, back your skills up. If you are a person who's value, you are red pill. Value your worth. Don't sit there and let some woman just literally belittle you. You are a red pill for a reason. Red pills for a reason. You need to stay alpha. Stay red pill. Listen, stay the red pill. Stay on course. You don't have to sit there and be dirty about it. I'm not telling you don't be dirty about it. Because there's some people out here that are, po- that are approving, that are talking about this red pill stuff and making you to be dirty into a woman. You don't have to be dirty. You ain't got to be nasty. Kill them with kindness. But make sure you know what you're talking about. Because if you're going to talk the talk, you better walk the walk. You better know exactly what you're going to talk about and what you're going to say. Because if you don't, you're going to get eaten up. Because some of these women out here are like wolves. And they're going to come in and come in packs. And they will, they will eat you alive. You better stand that conviction. So I'm going to tell you right now, because they are, they, are, they are brutal. And they will cut you down. You better be able to stand up and rise like the fiery phoenix that you are. Yes. Hey, by the way, this is J.R. Bell, Professor Dr. J.R. Bell from the Red Pill University. Let me tell you something. I'll see you in the next Red Pill episode. Red Pill out.